Good morning and welcome to today's oil market update with Callum McPherson. How are you doing today, Callum? Good morning. Very well. Thanks, Tibby. So Brent has uh, broken $70 per barrel this morning after OPEC's meeting last Thursday. Uh, what exactly did OPEC decide and why has this surprised markets? Well, OPEC has basically decided to keep uh, its production unchanged. Um, Russia and Kazakhstan were allowed to increase by 150,000 barrels per day uh, in, in combination, but, um, but otherwise that's it. All other OPEC and non-OPEC signatories to cuts uh, have remained on hold. And that includes Saudi Arabia extending its um, additional voluntary cut of a million barrels per day, which had originally only been intended to apply during uh, February and March. Now, as to why it was a surprise, well, when OPEC met in early December, it, it agreed, um, because the demand recovery had been slower than expected, that, that it would not add in the two million barrels per day of extra production it had originally intended to, to do on the 1st of January. Um, instead, it, it agreed that it would increase output by 500,000 barrels per day on the 1st of January and could increase by up to a further 500,000 barrels per day each month uh, thereafter up to and including April. So that would have been in total to add uh, 2 million barrels per day. What, but what OPEC actually has, has done thus far has been to increase, well, 500,000 barrels per day in January, but then very modest increases in, uh, in February um, and March. And on top of that, the Saudis have done their extra million barrels per day. So if OPEC had decided that uh, in, in April, because the what they've talked about last week would apply to the month of April, uh, would be to try and get their their increase in production back on track uh, with what they'd originally planned for this year. They would need to add uh, over two million barrels per day in, in, in April. And that's why the market was expecting some kind of meaningful increase in output. Um, but, uh, and particularly since inventories have been coming down and actually that the prices have been been where they've been, um, so so it was that so that's why it was a surprise that OPEC haven't uh, haven't added more. Why have they decided not to increase output more then? Well, we don't really know. I mean, the press release didn't give any colour on on the reason for the decision particularly, and there hasn't been a lot of of comment from delegates. So I think there, there may be three possibilities. Um, the, the first is that uh, OPEC is still nervous about the sustainability of the demand recovery. I and mean, certainly the Saudis have generally uh, sounded quite um, cautious about things. And you know, we did have last week the World Health Organization warning about the growth in cases in Central and Eastern Europe. Um, the new strains are taking hold there, and that's leading to increases in rates of infection. Um, also, the rollout of vaccines has been slow in the EU. Um, another possibility is that OPEC are just so confident that non-OPEC production will continue to struggle to recover, even if prices stay high or go higher, that OPEC might as well push prices higher. Um, and then the third possibility is maybe that they just couldn't really find a formula that was a sort of halfway house between doing what they've done and adding in two million barrels per day that, that could really satisfy everybody. 
Um, but because, looking at it from the Saudis' point of view, why would they continue to make a, an additional voluntary cut that they don't need if everybody else was allowed to make some meaningful increase in output? So I think maybe that also led to it being rather a binary um, outcome between these two extremes, and obviously they've gone for the uh, uh, for the for the do nothing one. Right. Um, so now the meeting discussed output in the month of April. What will happen after that? Well, again, we we don't really know. the 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 press release didn't talk about what happened after what happens in the future. So we can probably assume that they. Well, it's clear that they will continue with their their monthly meetings. There will be another one um, at the start of next month, which will decide on what they do for, for May. Um, and, and of course, it might be then that they they actually they decide that the, that the market is is in a pretty good state, and that, then they will add add more output. Then we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Okay, and the breakthrough seventy continues a strong move from the start of the year. How might the market progress from here? Well, it does seem extraordinary, doesn't it, that we're trading at these levels. Um, but of course, it, it's the balance of the market that sets the price, not the not the actual level of demand. So, so that is why, even though demand is is still lower than it was a year ago, prices can be higher um, because production is is is, is so constrained. Um, well, we actually touched a high this morning of uh, 71.40, and that and that brings the market to, to levels last seen uh, on spikes in the second half of, of 2019. Um, it, it went to those uh, those kind of levels a few times, and also in the spring of uh, of 2019, it, it, it went even higher um, into into the sort of 75 dollars per barrel. So th those are the kinds of uh, ranges that that. That we're that we're now testing. Um, I think there's two uh, uh, clear risks to the market in in the short term, and that is any disappointment on demand, uh, and the second is any discussion from OPEC delegates that suggests that that, that there will be uh, a more meaningful increase in May. Um, but over the summer, the question about whether a 70 plus um, you know, so in the slightly more medium term, whether a 70 plus range can be sustained, I think will really depend upon whether non-OPEC producers are able to increase output meaningfully, um, because that really determines what OPEC's pricing power is. I mean, if OPEC it, it has has the pricing power um, and is confident that non-OPEC suppliers will not come back into the market, then of course it can set the market as high as it wants. Lovely. Thanks for the update, Callum. Thanks, Toby.